Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded the Araqual people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. I'm your host, Jordana Levine, and in today's episode, we're exploring the Aries full moon. And it certainly is full. Straight off the bat, I'm just going to be frank and upfront, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This moon isn't going to be gentle. I know. I'm sorry. I feel like we all really need a gentle moon. I did have a chat to the universe. I was like, hey, why don't we give him a gentle moon this month? And the universe was like, no way. It's a fire moon. (laughs) Fire moons are not subtle or soft, they're bold, they're loud, they're in your face. Plus, there's a few different cosmic bodies interacting with this moon and making it, well, for lack of a better description, they're making it eclipsy, meaning that this moon is not officially an eclipse, but it might as well be one as it's interacting with the lunar nodes which is what an eclipse does. It's also dancing with Chiron, the wounded healer, which means your wounds might get poked and prodded or picked at. Please don't pick scabs. It's gross. But you might want to with this moon. Then we've also got Venus, square Uranus, which isn't interacting directly with the moon, but it is happening on the same day. And if you know anything about Uranus, you'll know that it's the disruptor. It loves the unexpected. It is the ultimate plot twister. So yeah, not a gentle full moon. Let me tell you when the moon is though, before we proceed, I probably should have done that earlier. The Aries full moon will take place on Friday, September 29 at 7.57 p.m. in Sydney, 10.57 a.m. in London and 5.57 a.m. in New York. The first thing I want you to do is cast your mind back to March 2023. You might recall we had two Aries new moons. The second of those moons was an Aries solar eclipse. So I want to ask you, what was going on for you back then? If you keep a lunar journal, which I know many of you do, or an intention setting journal, have a flick back to March of this year. What were you working on? Has it begun to manifest? Is it in the works? If not, let's use this moon to bring it in. Yeah, they're always connected. There might be a lot going on. There might be a bit of chaos. But that doesn't mean this moon isn't powerful AF. In fact, it actually means it's very, very powerful. (laughs) As powerful as the eclipses that we'll be getting next month. So look, we might as well just label it an eclipse. 
It's not. The astronomists will say it is definitely not. And that is true. But man, it's going to feel like one. If you're in a, I'm sick of mediocrity. I'm sick of the same old, same old. I'm ready to let go of a life that doesn't satisfy, a life that keeps me stuck, a life I'm desperate to manifest myself out of. This is the moon to start with. And it all starts with a good old purgeroonie or purge. <laughs> if you're not here for made up language. But first, a little bit of helpful info regarding Aries. So you may recall we switched to the Aries Libra nodal axis earlier this year. Eclipses take place on the nodal axes, right? We do have a Taurus lunar eclipse in October, but that's because we made the switch from the Taurus Scorpio nodal axis and there's still a little bit of shifting that's happening, right? But going forward, all of the Aries moons until 2025 will be eclipses. But this one is not. This one is not an eclipse. I repeat, not an eclipse. But as you recall from about five minutes ago when I said it, it will feel eclipsy. And I'm about to tell you why. But before I do know this, whatever is highlighted during this full moon is likely to be the theme carried into the future Aries eclipses. And that's because they're going to be taking place in a specific house in your natal chart. For me, it's the 10th house of career. So look in your chart where Aries falls, and this is going to give you a little indicator of what you can expect. Okay, back to why this one is eclipsy. Well, in astrology, we do this thing where if we want to know more about the influence a sign is having on a planet, or in this case, the moon, we look to the planetary ruler of that sign for a little more intel. In this case, because it's an Aries full moon, we look to the planet Mars. Mars rules Aries. Mars is currently in the sign of Libra, which is the opposing sign of Aries. And it is in a conjunction with the south node, which is also in Libra. This is what is giving it eclipse-like energy. That and, well, the transiting north node is also in Aries because of that nodal axis I keep telling you about. And look, I'm just going to stop at this point and say I try and give as much detail on this podcast as I can, but also just know the technical stuff. Just let it go, right? If you don't understand it, just let it go. It's not important. I'm a Gemini with a Virgo moon that likes detail and information. But if you're just here for the teachings and the Jord, why am I interested in this moon content? I get it. All right. That is all coming. Stay tuned. This moon is infused with Aries, entrepreneurial, confident, courageous, initiating and passionate energy. If you're looking to embody all of those things, this is your moon, baby. But may I place a caveat on that by reminding you it's a full moon, not a new moon. So while the aim is perhaps to create a new life and bring good stuff in, it all starts with releasing and letting go first. So what is standing in your way of the life you want to create? What are you so passionate about? And what needs to be released in order for that to happen? 
We are conditioned to think that the action piece is what makes stuff happen. But if you have been listening to this podcast for a while now, you'll know it's actually the dance between action and surrender that allows manifestation. So what are you going to passionately, courageously and confidently surrender to make way for the uncontrollable, destiny-fueled accelerations and pivots that Eclipse season is going to bring. As mentioned, we also have Chiron canoodling with this full moon. She's not conjunct the moon, but she is conjunct the north node, which is opposite the south node, which is conjunct Mars. (laughs) It's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but for the planets. Anyway, again, doesn't matter why she's here, but she's here. And just as a recap, Chiron is known as the wounded healer. When she's activated during a moon, it's likely to bring our own wounds to the forefront. Not to be a victim to them, but rather to see the strength in them. To understand that our wounds make us who we are. If we look at them through the right lens, our wounds are actually a blessing. Chiron has been in the sign of Aries for a little while now, and I've been thinking about the significance of that. Uh, in my spare time, just for fun. I have come to the conclusion that I believe it's about an acceptance of our wounds, particularly the wound of self, and using that wound to fight for ourselves, to channel our inner warrior, to understand that to truly heal is not to cure yourself of your afflictions, but to accept them as part of what makes you you. Make sense? I spend this week's subscriber episode going deep into your own Chiron wounds and your South Node wounds, because we have those wounds too, and how you can use both um, of these things in your natal chart to empower you and put you back on path if you veered off course. To become a subscriber and get access to that bonus episode, plus this week's Aries Full Moon Circle, where we work deeper with this full moon and together let go of what no longer serves then simply click the link in the show notes of this episode and subscribe to the podcast. Lastly, let's chat about Venus square Uranus. It's not attached to this full moon, like I said earlier, but it is happening on the same day. So yeah, you're going to feel it. If you're a subscriber, you'll know we've already had this exact aspect twice in the last couple of months because Venus has been going back and forth during her retrograde. Well, this is the third and final time for quite a while, actually. Yeah, for quite a while. Squares are a conflict. Venus is the planet of love, beauty, and peace. Uranus is the disruptor, the revolutionary. And make of that what you will. But I'm thinking along the lines of unexpected stuff, in terms of relationships and love, I would say. If it's related to relationships, it's probably going to dredge up whatever surfaced for you during Venus retrograde. Anyway, just something to keep in mind, right? I also think that Aries full moons are classically when we lose our temper. (laughs) And if not us, then the people around us. It's a short fuse moon. Keep that in mind, yeah? Everyone is experiencing the same moon. So maybe like stay off the roads, don't pick fights with strangers or loved ones and like take a breath, take a beat. 
Remember, full moons are illuminators. They're shedding light on something for you. Before we enter eclipse season and things start changing, because they will, it is inevitable, what do you need to see? What needs to be brought out into the light? It might not necessarily be a visual thing. It might be a feeling or a knowing or an experience. But this moon has messages for you. What are they? Before I go into ways to work with this full moon, a little bit of Lunar Lover admin. All right, Aries is in my 10th house. I did mention that earlier. So everything I've just said about the nodes and Chiron and the moon, it all applies to my career for me. Um, For this reason, (laughs) there are limited spots for readings in October. Yeah, I'm only doing three readings a week until the end of the year. So if you want to have your chart read or any of my other readings done uh, in 2023, I would book in pronto before they start filling up. Um, I've also just introduced a mentoring offering for aspiring astrologers or those interested in just learning more about astrology. This is a new offering that I want to extend to students of astrology. So perhaps you've studied astrology somewhere else, but also those who've just been doing self-study of astrology for a little while now. And perhaps you want to take your journey further under the guidance of a mentor. If you resonate with my way of teaching and practicing astrology, which let's be real is a little bit different to some of the other astrologers, and you would like some guidance whether it's for your own astrology offerings, perhaps you're doing readings for other people, or even just for your own knowledge and benefit, then consider joining me for a mentorship. If you're interested in applying for that and finding out more, there's a link in the show notes. Um, There are limited spots available. We can do a one-off session or we can do a three-session package, or of course we can do longer sessions as well. But everything you need to know about that, just click the link in the show notes of this episode. And then lastly, if you listen to the Libra season episode, you'll know about the exciting collab I'm doing with Australian Jewelry Designer by Charlotte. The giveaway includes uh, copies of all three of my books, plus a natal chart reading with me and a $500 by Charlotte gift voucher, OMG. All you need to do to enter is purchase something from by Charlotte and you automatically go into the draw, but that ends on Thursday, September 28th. So that's Thursday this week. That's in a couple of days. All right, let's have a look at some of the ways to harness this Aries full moon. First of all, do a full moon fire ceremony. And if you can't do a full moon ceremony, that's fine. I'm not going to hold it against you. Um, But I do recommend using fire during this moon. It's just such a fiery moon. It would be a shame not to uh, incorporate it in somehow. If you don't want to do a full on ceremony, I totes get it. Maybe just burn some herbs or woods native to your region to cleanse the energy. Burn a candle in symbolism of fire. If you have an actual fireplace or a fire pit, definitely use that during the full moon. Just always remember when it comes to fire, safety first. If you're going to be burning paper as part of your full moon fire ceremony, please do it either over a fire pit or over the kitchen sink or a bathtub, you know, so there's water nearby. Second way to harness this Aries full moon Ensure you're being seen in a way that serves you. This has come up in conversation a lot for me this week with various people. 
And the idea of being seen, we talk about it during most fire moons, um, but there is a confidence and a courage that comes with Aries energy. But being seen uh, can feel a little icky at times, can't it? So it's a really good opportunity to put yourself out there and harness the energy of confidence that hopefully this full moon will imbue on you. Um, but always ensure that you're doing it in an authentic way. Next, Aries loves fiery emotions. <laughs> I kind of alluded to it before, but if anger or frustration starts brewing under this full moon, look at where it's coming from. Is it an old wound resurfacing? Remember, Chiron is playing with this moon. Are you reacting rather than responding? Try taking a deep cleansing breath pause, maybe sleep on it, and then respond. And on that note, disengage from other people's shit. Remember, once again, everyone is experiencing the same moon and planetary stuff. So if people are provoking you, disengage, walk away, put down your phone, take the higher road. And then lastly, do something that gets you out of your comfort zone. Yeah, the aim of Aries is courage. Now, it doesn't always have to be jumping off a cliff. Actually, please nobody do that. I don't even know why I use that as an example. I kind of had bungee jumping in my mind. No one's jumping off a cliff. But if you want to bungee jump or like jump out of an airplane, by all means, do it. But you don't have to. What does it mean to be courageous for you? For me, sometimes entering a group gathering of people I don't know is a very courageous move for me. So work out what it is for you and do something courageous under this full moon. All right, my loves, that is it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share it with your friends. Carry a pigeon, word of mouth, sharing it on Instagram. If you want to tag Luna Lover, the Instagram handle is at Luna double underscore lover because someone had Luna Lover. So frustrating. Um, I will be back next week with an astrology episode all about, oh, actually, I don't know. Okay, here's an idea. <laughs> That's so funny. I was like, this is what it's about. Nope, haven't decided yet. Let's vote on it. I'm going to pop a question box up on Instagram this week. If there is a topic you have wanted me to touch on, um, let's do it. I usually do this for my subscribers, but let's do it next week for the free listeners. Uh, yeah, put all your suggestions in there and I'll pick the one I like the most. What would you like to hear about on the podcast? All right, my loves, until then, I'm Jordana Levine, and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 